Welcome to the Value Script. We've got an interesting episode for you today. It's something been on my mind. And before we jump into that, I just want to introduce my lovely co-host. How you doing, Meredith? Great. Yeah, it's nice thanks. to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All once right. Once again. I'm sorry? I said once again. Once again. We had a couple comments that kind of stimulated some of this thought. Um, one of them, uh, a friend of a friend, <laughs> anyway, re- reached out via direct message and talked about how she had appreciated us speaking and being vulnerable about our, our situation, being real on the podcast and authentic, and that she had shared the podcast with her husband, which we're finding more and more that a lot of wives do as a lead into conversations about how to improve things because um, things could be better. And that's awesome because that's one of the one of the primary reasons we wanted to put the podcast out was to help fill the void we felt. And, you know, we didn't know how to accomplish certain things. How do we fix that? How do we? And half the time we didn't even know there was a problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. even recognizing. It's kind of going through status quo, but being unsatisfied in general, yeah. you know, and just kind of ho-hum existence. And how do you break out of that? And um, that wasn't her comment necessarily, but talking about how she shared with her husband and it brought her husband to tears because it was nice to hear from him. And I've had other friends reach out and other men that have said, man, we appreciate you sharing what you did because we feel that way. And we don't, you know, it's, and, and oftentimes we don't know what to do or how to move forward and how not to feel this way anymore. Or is it okay not to feel this way? And what do we do? And it made me think, that we need to capitalize on these moments. You know, this life is the only one you got. We don't get a redo here. We don't get, we may not even have next year. We may not have tomorrow. All we have is today. And so if you're wanting to be happy, are you happy today? You know, there's a, uh, there's a video that I saw last night that I'm, I'm trying to find um, of a guy that talked about that, that we take for granted just walking out the door and assuming we're coming back. Right. We don't know. Right. But we always see the other person. We're like, Hey, we'll see you later heading to work. Right. But we don't know if we're coming back. Like we take that for granted that that's a blessing. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we, we- yeah. Or, and, you know, we just sent our, our 19-year-old daughter to one of the friend of the gym. You know, we're, there's no guarantees we'll ever see her again. We most likely will. The percentages are in our favor and the odds, but we do take so much of that for granted. Found it. So this will be good to add into the episode. One of the most underrated blessings is leaving your house and making it back home every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's an underrated blessing that we just assume it's going to happen. And every single day, cats leave the crib, and they don't make it back to their children. They don't make it back to their spouses. But we leave our house every single day. We just assume, like, man, I'm going to make it back. I'll see you later. Right? And it's like, man, who promised you that? I appreciate you sharing that clip, Justin. It makes me think about a couple things. One thing I want to ask, just kind of funny. Why does everybody hate Nickelback? What did that? It's that totally random, right? Why does everybody hit Nickelback? Because they wrote some phenomenal songs, and where I'm going with this, okay. one of my favorite songs that that they wrote is "If Today Was Your Last Day." Oh yeah, I love that song. That song is so profound to me. It makes me emotional thinking about it. But if today was your last day, and tomorrow was too late, 
Could you say goodbye to yesterday? You need to ask yourself that question. And what got me thinking about this is we have had, said I've had a bunch of men reach out to me and say, hey, thank you. This has helped empower me, help me realize, you know, begin my search or begin my quest or help motivate us to be able to talk about difficult things. And, and but also a lot of wives are reaching out and being like, hey, um, we feel the same thing you guys felt. Like, for lack of a better term, we're in the shit. Mm-hmm. And and we don't want to, lot, a lot of times the women are like, we don't want him anymore. But I can't get my husband to do anything about it. So it just made me think like, man, I, I, want, I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys. Like, what are you waiting for? Are you, are you happy with your life? Can you go to the mirror right now? Look yourself in the eye. Tell yourself you love yourself. And take it seriously. I had a friend challenge me one time to do that. He said, I challenge you to look yourself in the mirror. Look yourself deep in the eyes as if you're somebody that you admire. And tell yourself you love yourself. And then watch and listen and wait for what your soul does. I did that. And the time I did that, I laughed at myself. And I was like, dude, I don't love myself. I don't love what I've done. I don't love who I'm becoming. And it was a great wake-up call. But I would encourage you to go do that. Very exercise. Look yourself in the mirror. And if the man in the glass looks back at you and you're not happy with what you see, there is nobody's fault but yours. I don't care what circumstances you were born into, where you are, what horrible hand you've had in life. You are able to make it better. You are able to learn how to happy and thrive, be happy and thrive. We are all given a different deck of cards to play, but we're playing a similar game. And we're all going to come out with different outcomes. Some will be grateful that we're playing the game. Some will be grateful they were given some cards at all. you know. And some will be happy to just be able to sit at the table. But... I, you know, are you, can you go to your bank account and look at the balance there? Are you happy with that? And if you're not, when are you going to get that way? What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for the next life? Are you waiting for 10 years to go by? Are you waiting for the opportunity to get dropped in your lap? Because there's no one coming to save you. Nobody. And I had to realize that in my own life. Like, I realized I was unhappy and miserable. I realized it was largely my fault. When I stopped trying to look for other people to blame, when I stopped trying to look for other ways to be a victim, that was when I started to progress. You know, I loved uh, my favorite scapegoat, unfortunately, was my wife. And I loved to pass it on as, well, if you would have done this better, I would have felt better about myself. Well, if you would have done this, then I would. That's not her responsibility. I'm supposed to take the greatness she brings to the relationship. It's my opportunity to feel great about it. And if I don't, you have two choices. Do something about it or shut up, you know, because if you bring negativity in, it's just going to destabilize that relationship further. So how are you doing with your life? Are you happy with what you've accomplished in life? Are you happy with who you've become? And if you're not, when are you going to get that way? What's it going to take to get you to move the needle? I noticed something Sunday when I was at church. I realized I am an influential singer. I'm not a great singer. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I don't necessarily sound great. I have some depth of volume. I can sing loud. 
<laughs> but I can sing influentially. And what I mean by that is my mom taught me enough. Uh, she insisted I learn enough about music is a better way to say that. I actually took piano lessons from my wife's grandmother. And That's cool. It yeah. is kind of cool. I think it was, you know, again, the arranged marriage part, they kind of got together on that early <laughs> on. And they, because Meredith would have the piano lesson right before my sister's which gave me 30 minutes to do nothing but play with Meredith while my sister was having piano lessons at her grandma's. <laughs> and it was my turn for piano lessons when Meredith just magically happened to get picked up by her parents. <laughs> but we always had about 30 minutes to play once a week when we were younger. And I, you know, it worked, guys. Great job. Anyway. Right. But the, the, the dominoes fell. <laughs> the dominoes <laughs> fell where they were. Right. <laughs> but I learned enough musical theory to where I can follow notes. I can follow key signatures and timing. I know how the song's supposed to sound. I can't always project the perfect pitch. But I realized Sunday as I was singing, the um, Meredith was playing the organ, so of course the organ was perfect. That's uh, awesome. The uh, <laughs> she's a woman of many talents, and uh, none, nonetheless, we're talking like the it was just like that. Yes, <laughs> name yes. that name that movie. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Hey, how'd you know? <laughs> Fantastic. All right. <laughs> I'll put a clip in there for that, for the people that didn't know. Right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway, and the conductor was doing her own thing. And there, so there were three different tempos. There was the music, which was spot on. The conductor, which normally the music follows, unless the conductor is just not doing it, then the responsible organist will take control. <laughs> but you're always supposed to follow your conductor. It's a rule of music. Anyway, the conductor was doing one thing, the organ was doing one thing, and the crowd was doing a whole other thing. And I was singing, knowing how the song should go, and really I was following the organ. And I realized I can sing loud enough to influence people around me. And I can influence their, their tempo. I can influence what words they're about to sing next by how loud I sing it, right? And I can even influence a little bit of the volume because if I'm drowning them out, they sing a little louder. But what I started to realize was that that kind of applies to our own lives. Like we can have the circle of influence around us. And that's kind of how change works. What I noticed was as I started singing what I thought was correct in a very confident manner, presenting a strong tone, the people in front of me started to sing along with me. The people beside me started to sing with, like I did. And the people behind me started to sing like I did. Well, then that had a domino effect. The people in front of them, beside them and behind them, and then the people in front of them, beside them and behind them. Pretty soon, we were all back on track singing with the music, and the conductor caught up. And I realized, like, wow, that was kind of interesting, an interesting ripple effect. Like, I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but I had an influence on how the entire congregation sang this song, and I was able to bring the entire congregation kind of back to where I thought was good. Because sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. You guys all go to church. You know how it sounds sometimes when we sing? I don't know that everybody goes to church, but when you've gone to church in the past, <laughs> or if you've heard church on TV, sometimes it all that sounds like a train wreck. Sometimes well, it, it sounds like angels. I was like, oh my gosh, like, like I started out with this one tempo and then it just gradually kept getting slower. And so, and we're singing patriotic songs. So, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you know, it's funny. We hadn't talked about this morning. So you were feeling it too. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was like, okay, come on guys. Like keep the, keep the same tempo. But I just thought, anyway. who's the conductor in your life? Right? Are you the conductor in your life? Or are you looking at somebody else for the cues? And when you, when you just perceive those cues are off, do you stand up and change it to where it should be, to be right? Because that'll have a ripple effect in your life. Are you affecting and influencing those in your life for good? Or are you the influence for bad? Are you happy with that? If you're not, if you're not satisfied, no one's going to be able to change that but you. This is your call to action. It's your call to wake up and enjoy your life. I love that song. 
a nickel back again. <laughs> Today was your last day and tomorrow's too late. Can you say goodbye to yesterday? Are you okay with that performance? Are you okay with that being the epitaph of your life? Because if you're not, what are you waiting for? When are you going to be okay with it? Because you're not going to have the happiness and the fulfillment in life that you want to have until you decide that you're going to get it. You're going to manifest that in your own life. No one's going to do it for you. So I just, again, just a call to action. If you have an amazing wife, if you have an amazing relationship, and it's not what you want it to be, save it. Do the work. Stop mm-hmm. blaming. Yeah. Stop blaming. Do and it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and maybe you did have some horrible things happen to you. That's, that is significant. And that did shape you. And that did shape your thoughts. And it did. But, but you don't have to be left there with no tools to go through that. Don't you, let that be a crutch. Well, and sometimes you know, people don't even want it to be a crutch. It's a curse. Yeah. You know, it's something beyond their control and it's horrible. But even in, in those circumstances, there are people you can get, you know, professional help. You can get counseling. You can mm-hmm. get religious leaders that can help you. You can get civic leaders that can help you. You can have a mentor. Like, find people that are doing well what you want. and Learn how they do it. And if you stay stuck in, the old, in your same group of friends and your same social circles, it's going to be hard to break out of what you're doing. Well, there's a quote here that I pulled up that said, someone once said, if you look at the people in your circle and don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Totally. Mm, that's good. I love, I, you know, that's, I saw that quote earlier this week too. Yeah. One of the quotes I loved from the Arte Syndicate was like, if, if you are the biggest, baddest fish in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You're in the wrong room, right? There's no room. To, you're not growing. Right. And you need to surround yourself with people that are doing it better and greater. And the way you know and it resonates in your soul needs to be done. And if, if you're unsatisfied with your happiness in your life, the fulfillment in your marriage, maybe you're not happy with your sex life. Maybe you're not happy with your whole life or your existence. There's only one way to get there, and it's action. You can read all the books. You can go to all the classes. You can listen to all the gurus. But at some point, the rubber's got to meet the road. You know what I love, too, is you were talking about looking at yourself in the mirror and taking that time to really ask yourself how you're doing, like what you're happy with, what you're not happy with. I think that's the first step is to really take the time to just sit and be with yourself and and ask yourself those questions. Like, where do I need to improve? What do I need to do better? Because so many times we get so busy just with life and running through the motions and going and grinding and, you know, all, all the things. And we don't take the time to just check in with ourselves. I'm reading this phenomenal book by Jenna Kutcher called How Are You Really? And she talks about just that, like, like not only... Where I think we're so bogged down with information and self-help stuff and all the things that we know we should be doing, but do we take the time to really check in with ourselves and understand how we're feeling, maybe things that we're struggling with, why we're struggling with them? And um, that's so important just to listen to ourselves and evaluate, and, and the outside advice is good, and we can learn from other people and certainly... You know, certain things will work for us and some things won't. But to to get to that place where you're really self-observant and looking within to how you can shape and better your life. Don't don't raise your children without asking them the hard questions either. Don't be afraid to have the hard conversations with your kids. They need you to be their parent. Mm-hmm. Kids need boundaries, parents that love them with love. And love isn't just 
giving them what they want. Do what you That's want. That's not love. That's spoiling them. You need to love them with the true love, like the pure love of Christ, and do what's best for them. Sometimes that's asking the hard questions, doing the hard things that are uncomfortable. Well, and society right now is kind of forcing us as parents to talk about things that we don't necessarily want to at like, a younger age. Like the new Thor movie we took our kids right, to, right? right? Well, they were all 13 and 0. I got the 13. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ratings prude. Uh-huh. But man, well, even as a PC 13 movie, there was, there was a... I don't know. There was more nudity than I wanted to see in the movie. There was more sexual innuendo. There was more talk on um, aberrant sexual behavior that is trying to become normalized in society. There was um, kissing between genders that I didn't necessarily think that my kids needed to be exposed to as kids in a kid targeted movie. Uh, If you want to make an adult movie that's targeted towards adults and adults are only ones watching it. Great. Yeah. No problems. But you're targeting a Disney based movie in the Marvel series that you know a ton of kids are going to be at. It is not the time to be stampeding with crazy, emotionally charged, sexually charged, societally charged themes right now. Yeah. That's just not right. Well, Let not, the kids be kids. Well, not to deviate too far off to our, you know. Bro, are you throwing a distraction out there? No, no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> going on ta- a, are we going on I, tangent? We're going on Bring. tangents. I'm, I'm bringing us back. Uh, you had brought up the fish. If you're a big fish in the room. You're in the wrong room. Well, yeah, if you're the... Uh, well, the reason why I bring that up is because my mom actually sent me this. Uh, a shark in a fish tank will only grow as big as the fish tank. But the shark will never outgrow its environment. And the same is true about you. Many times we're about small things. We're around small thinking people, so we don't grow. Change your environment and watch your growth. Because a shark in the open ocean never stops growing. But you throw a shark in a fish tank, and it can only grow as much as a fish tank. They never stop growing? Nope. Ever? Ever. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Sharks are only getting larger and larger every year. Let's go around and eat stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You learn something new every day. I I like the, there's some meme about a shark. It's like, do you think sharks worry about what the fish are thinking? No, they just go around doing shark stuff all day, just being sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Just go be a shark. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening to my rantings. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I was passionate. I was impassioned by that. I just thought about it, man. I think there's, there's so many of us that are going through this life and we are settling for the status quo. We're settling for what comes rather than reaching for our full potential. Don't let that be you reach for your full happiness, reach for all the greatness you can have in your life, reach for all your potential. Don't regret this life. When you look back on your life, be grateful. You lived it. Don't wish you had yeah. Leave that with you. You guys, don't forget to l- click, click, like, share, subscribe. Please share the message with anybody you think might benefit from it. We really appreciate all that you've done so far for your support. And we look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Bye, script. <laughs> <laughs>